going on we're back again to talk Yo. about more music stuff and is this shenanigans is this underground lo-fi hip-hop yeah yes, this is, is that this is that underground that good oh that good good no, yeah. nobody knows about he had this. a knuckle sandwich for lunch type catch uh, hands <laughs> it's that moneymaker mic type yeah. shit i could see this being like a super like edited version of like fight club <laughs> the bunch of filters and it's him like punching some guy in the face just just a quick little like a music of video based off of <laughs> Just, just using the Fight Club footage. Bart Simpson in the background, just yeah, being crying. really sad. That's sitting on the edge of <laughs> his bed. Swipe up and add this account if you're a sad teenager. Wasn't it like Simpson Wave? Get him! Like actual genre for a second. Sorry, I'm watching a Giants game right now. <laughs> Classic. Sick, dude. You gotta cut that out. Can That's you put fun. 100% of your attention into this, please? I could put 98% of my attention. Into this and two percent into the uh, okay. just So the two percent that the uh, Giants give to their season, basically. Yeah, that's fine. Just like the two percent we get in our milk. Yeah. If if, if there's two percent <laughs> milk, what's the another ninety eight percent? All right. So kicking Music. this one off perfectly. <laughs> Uh, as you can only expect, we're going to talk about different formats of music today. So that, oh, yeah. that encompasses pretty much everything from, uh, well, I guess, obviously, like digital Re to physical yeah, copies to of records. music, records, vinyls, cassettes, uh, CDs, floppies, floppies, the reel to reel, the OG stuff. And then going into digital, we'll talk a little bit more, too, about different, maybe different services. The, that are offering uh, streaming platforms. Yeah, and, and why I hate every single one of them. And yet you still use Google Play. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll why get on into Play. all of that. Um, this could be an, a, a nine and a half hour podcast of just why I don't like music services, but we're going to try. Like, really just like could. how uh, Interstellar is a bad movie. Exactly. <laughs> and how Speed Racer <laughs> from 2008 is one of the world's greatest gifts. <laughs> oh. Bye, Cameron. Just no, nah, I'm back. <laughs> anyway, just for dramatic yeah. effect. Just open the door for effect. So, getting right into it, let's talk about uh, maybe some pertinent news that's uh, going around as far as an old form of uh, media might be gone for good. Uh, I don't it's know gone for that. at least a while though. Yeah, yeah. There was an article that came out talking about how the cassette industry might be in a little bit of trouble right now. Because of how many people are buying cassettes. Bandcamp looking at you. So, yeah, sh honestly, shout out Bandcamp and all their con contributions to this nightmare. But what's happening is there's really only one major manufacturer and distributor for cassettes anymore because it's not as popular of a media as it used to be, obviously, technology. But... It's making a comeback, as all old things do, like how vinyls have recently. But that was a more stable environment, I think, than cassettes were. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to still maintain the vinyl industry as compared to cassettes. The cassettes were, like, really, really niche, almost. Like. So, like, what? So like when 8-Track came out and then cassette, like, I think the selling point of cassettes were how cheap they were. Like, how m many you could make. The fact you could record over them and like, I think unless it was like an officially licensed one, but most like store-bought cassettes are blank. You could like, like a VHS, you could record over multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And you could like make mixtapes. Like that's where mixtapes yeah. like, like 
that's that that's like the selling point but i do agree like cassettes were a short-lived like they're compact they're really cool you know they did just about the same i think quantity as a vinyl just in a smaller package yeah and then cds and like the early set of like more compact competitors came out and you're like ah shit dog what do we do now exactly and cassettes kind of were like bye and like I think a big point with vinyl and the reason why it stays is honestly the album art because of how big they are like it truly is like some like to me a big selling point on any sort of album is the artwork on it and if it describes what it sounds like or whatever it just no I absolutely agree and just like even like how it's written like where like like the track names and like how they're written and like the font and like the style they're written in and like everything and some of them include like the entire lyrics of the a song like they're just there's just so much there's a lot of different direction that people yeah. could take their the album cover and the back cover yeah. or even like some of the inside panels how a lot of them folded open for yeah. multiple vinyls and if you yeah if you go to the right place like you could get it for a dollar <laughs> shout out the daytona flea market <laughs> so, no outside even, between like like stolen like car rims and mufflers is this stack of vinyls and Cameron. Yeah, in a shopping cart at the flea market. I was like, bet. Opposed to the guy selling them for five dollars inside. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's too expensive. Five dollars. Have you never? Have you? Do you see what like a brand new like reprinted vinyl goes for? No. Like, yeah, it's like, like sixty bucks. Yeah, I was say like forty bucks is some of the and, cheaper end ones. And that's something that's so weird to me is you buying music. I know. <laughs> like I've never like. You own a music, like, but you don't own the music. Yeah. If that makes sense. Are you talking about me, personally? No, like, just in general. Oh, You're okay. the only person I can see. I can't see Alex through the screens. You can see me through the crack here. Oh, there you bit. are. I yeah. see you. What's up? <laughs> What's up? So, you, so you're saying, like, it's weird just, like, purchasing music in general? Because, like, my whole, like, experience of listening to music for most of my life was through the radio. So I never really owned any physical copies of music or digital so to me like as i grew up it was a weird concept to be like wow i own this song and i can play it whenever but i don't own the song yeah you know i own a very small percentage of a copy of it and i don't know but it is weird yeah but the format like changed like what vinyls have been around for almost over a hundred years probably more yeah like the early 1900s i think was one of the earliest like still physical vinyls that i've yeah. seen was from 1908 well even like even well, like the 78 rpms were like 1800s like yeah. 1880s well, right because edison like had the phonograph and that originally used what like wax tubes yeah. yes i mean that te- i guess that technically counts that uses the same exact that's even yeah that's even older it's the same technology though yeah and like what In was before circular. that sheet music <laughs> just live yeah yeah dang Someone, that's crazy yeah it was it, it is weird though like to think about before like the 1860s we'll say yeah no one ever heard recorded music like you had to go see a, someone perform live that's so wild and like today like in the 1900s even in the like the early 1900s music was such a big part of like society but like you like you couldn't listen to it unless you go to see it perform yeah, you live owned a, that's why everyone owned like a piano you'd buy like sheet music yeah like that's so crazy how the culture has changed that music was like an event you would go see. And then now it's like, I, I dare you to challenge like yourself to find someone without headphones in Yeah. at any point in your day. I know. And like there's no, not, never a day where you'd walk, 
somewhere and someone's not wearing headphones. Oh no, he can't hear me. He has his AirPods in. Yeah. It was Thomas Edison that uh, is thought to have owned the first ever recording of human voice, or I guess in that sense, like anything. And that, that was on his phonograph in 1877, and he okay. recorded Mary Had a Little Lamb on it. There you go. So that's technically, that's the first iteration we, ever like of recorded music. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That'd be actually really interesting. I, guess you, I wonder if they've like... They do have wax tubes still that yeah. like, I've found. And they're actually... Some of them are like really brittle, but some of them have held up well. Because like it's, it's like a candle kind of. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, I, I would love to get my hands on one of those. I always wanted to get a reel-to-reel. Like player, you know, the big long... Mm-hmm. Like those are so expensive and like there's not a lot of music on them but yeah there's what there's there's a couple of youtube channels somewhere that they go into like super weird niche formats of music and i think that's just what's so important about it is like you're not you don't have to have videos so that creates like almost limitless ways of like what are the requirements i know but okay so apparently there was actually a, a recording before that in 1860 of a french woman singing Claire de la Lune Ooh, and you can hear but it was recorded uh, through a phonograph which etches waveforms onto paper and it was never intended to actually be listened to again but they were able to recover this somehow and find uh, the recording so, so the first ever recording was on paper yeah this, this is it's so quiet you can't even hear this um i don't even know if it's playing but it, it's i don't think it's playing <laughs> it's fine yeah for whatever reason it's not Wow, so that's the stuff that Spaz listens that's to. That's absolutely that, horrifying. That sent chills down my spine. So that was that was the first ever, uh, I guess, recording in human history of like yeah, recorded I don't music. Like that. And then here's here's uh, Thomas Edison's. The uh, first words I spoke in the original phonograph. A little piece of practical poetry. Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. That's actually, honestly, clarity-wise, that's really not that was awful. Like our for, old, that was like our old mics. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. But no, that's, like... For 1877? Yeah. I, I bet that's like one of the only recordings of Thomas Edison's voice, though, too. Probably. Like, you think of that prior, like, when you hear, like, like talk hear about, like, Abraham, Beethoven, like, Abraham Lincoln's speeches... You have no idea what Abraham Lincoln sounded like. I thought those yeah. were recorded. Were they not? Were no. No, 1860. Was, he died in 1860. Yeah, I, I, just a major brain fart. It's fine. I know. Um, and like, yeah, George Washington. You have no idea what he sounded like. All these people. All of Beethoven's like, like all the, when they were originally played in like concert halls, no one will ever know what those truly sounded like. Yeah, they like. could have been horrible. <laughs> so by today's standards, yeah. this dude's up here going. Yeah. <laughs> just slamming. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Great balls of fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but it's crazy how just the technology has gone. I mean, when you think about it too, like exponentially yeah. increasing yeah. in technology. Know, so like no one even thought about recording music. Vinyls were once they became a thing, they were the thing until what? Probably like the seventies is when like. 60s, 70s, because there were things eight like... 8-track. I mean, there was 8-tracks, but still, everyone was buying vinyls, too. Like, well, my like, dad would buy vinyls yeah. well, like, in the I 80s, guess, I guess, like, commercial grade, like, the reel-to-reel, I think, was used for mostly commercial grade yeah. because of the replayability of it and the reliability. But, yeah, the, the main source of consuming music was through on-air, like, radio stations and vinyls. And vinyls themselves split into different breeds. You have like your 33 and a thirds or full length ones. You have 78s. You have the larger tracked. Yeah. Then you have then like you have 10 the 45s. Inch, you have like the 10 inch like double tracked 33s. And then you have a 45 of just singles and like how that changed. And I'm pretty sure there's also another for like sp- there are certain ju- jukebox models that used a certain different yeah. kind of even smaller vinyl that played one single track for like cost. But that's that's crazy to think that there's there was one format. And then like, yeah, eight track and then cassette and then all these other ones exploded. And at one point you have to think at for, this. Yeah. Like, like I want to just, I want everyone to think of this when I was like four, maybe five or six. I remember my sister still being able to go and buy Justin Timberlake on a cassette, a CD, and also through dial up, listen to it online yeah. on early iTunes. And you could probably, if I bet there was a vinyl somewhere. Yeah, like they sold e- records, definitely. Almost every format was still coexisting at one point, and now it's weird because they come in and out. And I don't know what yeah. I don't know what essentially started this uprising. I know there's that whole indie and like hipster scene, but from like I guess a point of view of like from my personal experience, because you know it's funny like people like Cameron, I or Alex, you know, that own vinyls be like, oh, yeah, do you just not like believe in <clears throat> like digital music? No, it's to just, me it's like all it's the, different. All the music I wanted to hear growing up as a kid, I either waited on the radio for or the vinyl player we had. So all the classic rock, all these classic hits my parents had growing up, is what I listened to. Yeah, and like that's just something. Like there's a it's a different experience because you're forced to sit and listen. You can't skip around pick songs. And I guess for like CDs and cassettes, you could do like cassettes not really yeah. as easily, but like CDs you can skip. And cassettes, stuff like. yeah, cassettes and eight tracks were actually really annoying. Because they were like the VHSs, like you couldn't accurately. Like, you had to literally like go. Uh, no. Yeah. And then, and then scan and then scan. And then, and then it, sometimes it would go all the way to the beginning again. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, oh, I missed it. I got to do it all over again. So those were actually crappy designs. I know like, like later cassette models. Yeah. You could like certain cassette players could isolate. Yeah. And like they had start. like, they had like black, like empty strips of tape that like. But the eight track players were kind of shitty. I don't think I've ever used an eight track. I know my dad had yeah. one, but have you ever seen a, a compact disc cassette, or what they're called? It's it's called a, a cassette carriage or something. It's it's basically it looks. It's like a Walkman, but for eight tracks. No, it or? looks like a VHS tape, but it holds like five to seven CDs in it, uh-huh. and then the player you put this cartridge in, and then it can take all five in the rotary. Instead of having a rotary deck, it just will slide out one of them out of like the sleeve. Hmm. My parents have one and it just broke, but there's like that's like a really hard like player of yeah. like CDs to find. Like you just put whatever CDs you want. Yeah. But um that's actually interesting. In my old house we used to have one of those where it was like 
kind of it was almost like an eight track but for cds yeah it was very similar to that but it was like, like this it was like an inch and a half tall, yeah but it was built into the house which i thought was really wow. weird <laughs> yeah because then there were like random speakers in the house that's cool yeah, yeah. my house my house i my currently has an old school like intercom system that's dope like into the ring so like it doesn't work anymore but like it has a radio and you can press the button and we'll faintly hear like a like someone trying to talk through it and you're like oh that's creepy that's horrifying yeah yeah, um yeah i don't know that's just so weird like it's kind of off topic of what we wanted to talk about (laughs) but still and, and another thing is like i like i understand like modern music like how it's like you click on an mp3 file and then like it plays or whatever magic yeah. <laughs> no but it the like, science behind it is like super intuitive for us because yeah, of our but like, the science behind a record into... playing still blows my mind yeah, yeah the, you the, put the, a piece of that metal on this plastic groove in it the groove <clears> the track has so many indentations that it vibrates a needle into a hollow tube i know like, and then it comes out and it's like in but, this, yeah like an mp3 is like oh it's just coding of like yeah. certain sounds it plays like they had these before they had cars like it it just blows my mind there's yeah. early videos of them trying to incorporate record players in the vehicles yeah oh yeah and it's just the problem is the vibrations they would just like destroy them i, I actually read a book about like a, com- a guy in like the 40s or 30s and he had a record player in his car and it worked it i don't know that it just blows my mind like honestly it's the whole culture as well i guess which is completely i guess supporting the argument is like why why still use physical format why is digital like yeah you have like spotify radio you can like yeah essentially become internet famous by just doing a good job of making playlists online but going to like a real record shop going and meeting these people people from the ages of seeing these other performers perform live all the way to just people like yeah man like this was my dad's and that was his dad's record shop like yeah. There's a place in Atlanta I went to, I lived by, and it was a, like a fourth generation record store. And he goes, yeah, like they had pictures and stuff on the wall, like from all the way back to early blues, of like some artists coming in in Georgia and like signing stuff. All the way to now you can buy like 40 ounces of sunshine and like teenage spirit and all like the reprinted stuff in the front and then in the yeah. back. And it was, it was crazy to be like, this is, this is more than just about the music. It's about the whole culture and just what his music has laid down. Well, and to me, that's why, like, vinyls are so appealing to me is because of, like, you're trying to basically recreate that feeling of, like, you want to be able to experience that kind of same experience that our parents or grandparents did when they were first listening to that music. Kind of what you were saying earlier, like, growing up on radio and stuff like that, when you wanted to hear songs, you would wait to hear it on the radio or you would listen to it on the vinyl. For me, it was kind of the same way, like, my mom had you know a whole bunch of old like morrison and fleetwood mac and everything like that and so i would sit there and listen to it my mom actually had oh god it's um herb albert and listening to that like as a kid like and then i went back probably like two years ago and was like digging through stuff because we were packing up to move Mm -hmm. and i found that vinyl again and put it on and it just like it instantly took me back to yeah. that and i oh. think that's for me why like vinyl is so important because you can listen to it on you know your phone or your computer or whatever but the little hisses and crackles that you hear from physically putting that's the vinyl down that's a different experience that you're not going to get and like what what always bothered me about digital music in the sense is long after i'm dead that song will sound the same and like forever keep going 
What's crazy to me is I have vinyls from like when my parents were younger than I was and there are notes and stuff they wrote in them and I'll read them and I'll play them. And just like how your voice changes as you get older, all the nick scratches you take, like vinyls age like we do. Like yeah. every, every time you play it, it will never sound the same. You may never notice, but that's just something very poetic to me is like you put the vinyl on and you'll listen and be like, man, this was my dad's. And like the other like notes are like, stuff he left in it and I'll be sitting there looking at it and you'll hear like a scratch or a hiss and you go I wonder like what that was what was that from you know or like it's crazy to think like at one point this sounded crystal clear and now it's just over the years is aged and warped and sounds yeah a little even different. even all like you know how you see all the yellow paper that all the vinyls in, and that wasn't yellow <laughs> yellow yeah like <laughs> it all aged I forget what Beatles album it is I have but there's uh I think it's a Lucy in this like or no it was uh it was yesterday. It's on the I can't remember the album, but the the song Yesterday by the Beatles. It the record I have of it that my dad gave me, it's slightly warped. So I always grew up thinking in like Paul McCartney has this weird inflection in his voice in the beginning, like yes, like yeah. It like has an arc. And I heard it <laughs> the first time I played it on air, I was like, Wait, why does this sound different? Is this like a remastered? Yeah. And I went back and I looked at the vinyl and the vinyl has a really weird hump right in that in the same spot. And I was like, That's so weird. My only yeah, like, yeah, like I listen to all like these Frank Sinatra remastered 1990, like where they like put like not auto tune, but they put like echo into it and like put them into like they like t do tons of stuff to it. And then I'm like, oh, like I, I find the same song on the album and it's like higher pitched and it's like hissy and crackly. And yeah, the technology to record like there's and a I'm like, white noise. But yeah, and I'm like, is. I love that. Like, that's awesome. That's that that adds to the <laughs> I guess I hate using the word the aesthetic. Yeah of music to it but it and is it, it's, it's so nice just to like sit down eat dinner and like listen to like <laughs> have a cigarette just <laughs> yeah but like have a smoke. what other thing can you think of that you can go that far back and like sit and go wow like this is what this sounded like it's almost like not i guess it's not really the same but it's almost like a dollar bill where you think I've like, where has this come from? Where has this been before what me? Strippers G string <laughs> yeah. has this, has been this in? record been in? <laughs> I guess to that point, to me, it's almost like as far as like a different form of art, like you go and you look at like physical art and you see like, you know, this was created back in whenever it was like hundreds of years ago. And you're thinking to yourself, like, what was the culture like then? Like, yeah. what are different things like then? Mm -hmm. What was life like? And it kind of takes you back to that. And I think that's the closest thing that we have to really understanding what life was like for people back when that was like created. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like a, just a way to bridge different generations together. I love it. I yeah, personally and like, love it. And like to go off like the dollar bill thing, like when you go to a record store and buy a used record, you Where, don't know. You don't know how many people have owned that. Like, who, why? Why they sold it? Why they like got some rid of, of the it? most ridiculous stuff, like the one or two dollar stuff at like Atlantic yeah. Sounds, that's just bizarre. You're like, who originally bought this? Yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad were at a thrift stop at a thrift store at Goodwill in my hometown, and we ended up finding like sixteen records, and they were all recordings of a radio show in the 70s playing 1940s and 1950s music and it was like this guy that was like ron francis or something and it was like hits of the 40s and every week he would do like a theme of like heartbreak and we got like they were all just recorded on these records do you have them 
I, I don't have them. He has them. That would be an awesome show to do. Yeah, like just show re- replay them. That, you know, like how cool it'd be like a late night. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I, I want to get them eventually. Yeah. Like it, you it's, absolutely should. Yeah. I like it's literally a, a recording of him just talking about, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And like I have, uh, I've never, I was never a big Pink Floyd fan. Um, but my dad, I never really portrayed to be one. He was like, ah, oh, it's like head music. Like I was never into it. Yeah. But in his collection of vinyls, I found a re- original first edition print of Dark Side of the Moon with the promotional sticker still in it. And I have it with me and it's so worn out. I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like you, you act like that was weird. You heard that, right? Yeah. 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 But, um, is that you? Or what, what was that? No. Interesting. But um it was spooky. Um yeah, it's just it's crazy to like look at that and like you find stuff through you're just like, wow, like huh. Like I wonder and I looked up like the sticker, like there I like was talking to some guy at a record store, I was like, Yeah, it still has the sticker in it and he goes, You're shitting me. <laughs> he goes, I've never heard of anyone <coughs> keeping those. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, um, you should sell it for like a hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, it's crazy. And like cassettes, I guess like cassettes have a really cool, like uh, for a gift from an, an ex they gave me, cause I love the album Dookie by Green Day. And uh, ooh, nice touch. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, forgot I, forgo- that. I forgot about that. I, I forgot about it. Off. I honestly, it just like stopped. I was like, whatever. It's like a blue cassette, but like, I guess as a cassette thing, like I've never bought a cassette new from store is a lot of them. The cover is also a poster that you can fold out to about a vinyl size. Like that's actually, I bought the um, when Childish Gambino uh, came out with his Awaken My Love album, the end part of, I think it was, hell, I don't remember if it was the end part of 2015 or 2016. 2016, I think. Well, cause it it says that the album came out in 2016, but I think it it was like the end of December in 2015, and so they That's fair. consider it 2016. Whatever it was, um, I bought the vinyl for it, and I. And that's what what it was the the album like cover it like folded out to be a poster. I always love when they like I bought that limited edition like Cage the Elephant unpeeled album, so it's like a clear orange oh, double yeah. disc. Yeah, and it had uh, if you pre-ordered like your names on the poster. Yeah, oh, that's like, pretty cool. <clears throat> that's another thing too. Like, you could pass that down from generation to generation. Like, you're like kid, like oh, this is the music I listen to. I listen yeah. to Childish Gambino. Like, yeah, and like. You can't do that really with like, oh, here's <laughs> yeah, my here's my sp- here's my Spotify. Like you can sign in anytime <laughs> Yo, you want. Yo, follow me. Like, yeah. Well, think to about your, to your son. Think you know? about all the artists that are kind of almost like capitalizing on that. Like you you see how um, God, I guess like a more recent beef was between DJ Khaled and Tyler the Creator when Igor and then whatever was it Father of Assad yeah, came out. Sure. Um, those they were like fighting against each other because. Igor ended up like charting because uh, like higher than DJ Khaled's album because DJ Khaled's bundles that he sold with t-shirt and vinyl and everything like that didn't count towards his album sales. Mm. But it's, Mm. it's just, that's just an interesting thing that like people are taking advantage now of not only just selling the music, but selling their brand as well on top of the music. And the vinyl becomes a part of that when you're selling that as a bundle, when you get the vinyl plus the digital copy, plus this and that and whatever. Yeah. I just bought, or not, I just bought, but when, uh, KOD came out by J Cole, it was like $70 for like a signed vinyl by J Cole and a t-shirt. Yeah. When's that coming by the way? I just, I just got it. 
<laughs> I bought it when KOD came out in 20, what, 16? Oh no, 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 20, 2017. Uh, either, yeah, it was either late 2017 or maybe. Yeah, actually it was. It was 2018. Yeah, it was twenty. It was the beginning of but 2018. Still, it took a year to get here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so shout out J. Cole. But, yeah. I but, mean, I guess like, yeah, it just like, and like Bandcamp, I mean, that's so cool. They're small artists. They're like, yo, I make like really interesting electronic funk music. I make a vinyl and they're like, they'll be like, we'll print like 50 of these. <laughs> and people are like, yes. Like yeah. to me, that's so crazy that there's like 45s, especially if you've ever looked in the underground 45 scene. Yeah. Oh for, my God. There's so many, so much music. It's literally every time I go in the Atlantic sound, the record store that's around here and I try and even start looking through the 45s. It's ridiculous. I mean, like you go on eBay yeah. and you'll find like artists you never heard it, of. I bought a five pack for like, like ten dollars of all like underground yeah. like punk music only because each one was like one was like a violent green see-through one was the album cover printed on it one was clear with like blood st- like each one was just this bizarre color i was like hell yeah like i hate the music on this like none of it's very good but like it is it's just like sometimes you're like damn i'm literally buying this just because it's pretty <laughs> yeah but um i don't know I what? guess the thing, though, about digital music to me, like to change topics is like the art of making a playlist has changed because of it. Like before, like with a mixtape, you're like, oh, yeah, like I can wait for a song to play. But like having every song pretty much ever recorded yeah. on tap has changed the game to like making yeah. playlists for <clears throat> whatever reasons you make them. Absolutely. And even like in iTunes, like iTunes lasted like it was almost even though it was like one of the most revolutionary things Almost like 20 iTunes, years right? but it, yeah i feel like it lasted least of all like itunes lasted from 2000 well i mean it's not completely dead because apple music no is, it's it's gone now well i mean like i know it, there's yeah the, the spirit of it's still there but how but you iTunes can no longer worked. you can no longer buy like a song for one dollar anymore like on itunes it's all like streaming and that's scary to me is that how quick digital music was like, yeah, you buy the digital album for a third of what a physical one would be like, that's awesome. Then I can fucking burn it on a CD. Yeah. And, and now, now it's like, no, nah, you can't, you just stream it. It's all, that's what everyone wants. I'm like, maybe I want a digital copy <laughs> um, or to burn a CD. But like, I mean like making playlists to me, like especially being at wicked really showed me this art form of like being able to convey emotion or like a certain feeling through music is it is nice to just be like wow i can literally just pick and pull from millions of artists and millions of songs to really Mm -hmm. cultivate a sound but like to me like out like all right i guess we'll start on to like the streaming scene who all right so we have what i would say the big three right now is spotify apple music and i guess google play i mean pandora less yeah well i mean pandora the big two are apple music and spotify yeah. I mean, Google Play has that service. It's so all, I mean, it's mainly, yeah, it's transitioning into YouTube, but it's mainly, what's it called? Uh, Google, like Androids. Yeah, Almost uh, yeah, all, uh, yeah. I would say half Androids use Spotify and half Androids use Google Music. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> so, like, I mean, I being at the radio station, they've always been like, you should buy Spotify Premium. And when we had the old computers, you could pull up both at the same time. Now you have to have like one web player, one this. But, I mean, Spotify has worked for $5 a month. It's been great. Like, I have thousands on thousands of songs and hundreds of playlists I've made. Like, Cameron watched me look at the computer for, like, five minutes waiting yeah, for it to load. Waiting for the web player, yeah. But, um, 
it is it's it's almost obnoxious like there was a meme i saw and it was like i said play on shuffle and spotify's like i did and they're like fucking act like it <laughs> you know like it is like sometimes i have uh, that junk drawer playlist the one i draw all my music from is like over 800 something songs now it's literally like a week and a half straight i was on a road trip from here to atlanta which is only nine hours within six hours i heard the same song three times yeah I was like, what? I think there's stuff like fundamentally wrong with Spotify. That's one thing that I say like Apple Music does really well is they don't, they will shuffle through everything. And if they've played it once, they don't play it again until they've gone Mm -hmm. through everything else. Yeah. And I mean, like using it, like it'll definitely, I've noticed the algorithm will notice what songs you skip. Yeah. And it'll start throwing the ones you always listen to fully and then throw the ones near the end. Yep. So I give Apple Music credit that I just, I told Cameron this story. I just recently am like on the free month, tri- the three month trial or whatever it is for free because mm-hmm. of other reasons. But I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And I really like it. Like I heard the Spotify, yeah. it, it's UI, <clears throat> the way it works. It took a second to learn. Yeah. But it, it honestly works in my opinion as a web, as a music player. Yeah. I the, think fundamentally better than Spotify. The one thing that I would say I love about Spotify is like, the music like statistics that they give you at the end of the year. Or whatever. Oh, that, that is, is dope. That is You're incredible. Most I wish that Apple Music would do. I wish everything like that. like that is the one thing that everybody should take from Spotify. I don't really care about like, like oh like, what your friends are listening to. That's not really a big deal. It well, is, you can still do that kind of with Apple Music. Yeah, they like, start. They just yeah, like listening just to like that. Like, yeah, and um, I I like how Spotify does the like monthly listens or monthly subscribers or yeah whatever. and mm-hmm. here's like what's best suggested for you right now yeah. based off what you but listen to other than that i hate spotify you know and i'll give them credit like uh, sometimes when i'm making like a show playlist i i will try to pre-plan as best i can is the algorithm whatever they use sometimes does a great job of like at the bottom will say add like you'll just have randomly selected songs that you can mm-hmm. refresh some of my favorite songs like that song apartment like some of the songs i would have never heard of spotify's like yo this sounds a lot like what you like here and like i'll give them credit like apple music i don't think has anything like that no i know they have like a tab like for you and it's always yeah. like the most common it's almost like mainstream stuff that you clicked in the beginning setup that it's you the top like. 40 stuff honestly and that's why i like about spotify is i've used a lot of the time the uh that you for you section basically and it is pretty i have seen other people's and it's always different yeah and that's i think that that's is cool, cool. and it, it's sad that's the one feature i can be like it's great <laughs> like i use spotify to find music and then i put that on apple music yeah. to listen to later but yeah that's all that's kind of how i am i'm starting to be i have google music and google music is so glitchy like they because google stopped caring about google, google music and they're going to youtube music now but Ugh. yeah, but YouTube music, <sighs> I hate, I hate YouTube music too. Burn it. Also because like if you play a, a song on you on YouTube music, it goes into your like recently watched videos on YouTube. So like, oh, so it throws your algorithm off. Too, yeah, like. exactly. I'm like, it, it throws off like your recommended videos on YouTube. And also if you create like a music playlist on YouTube music, it'll be a playlist on your YouTube, which I don't like either. Yeah, and the th- biggest biggest thing I hate about YouTube Music and Spotify that Apple Music and Google Music have are, you cannot go into like an albums tab and just play like three or four songs from an album. Mm. Like that bothers me so much. Like I like I, I have like an Eminem album like that I really like, and I like 
I like nine songs from that album. I can't like just go to like search. Like I, I can't just click on the albums tab and then go to the album and then play that shuffle that, you know, those nine songs. Like, and that, and that really bothers me. I could sort by albums in Spotify and I could sort by artists, but then if, if it just keeps going through the stuff, it's going to go to the, you know, it's yeah, the next album, the next album and the next artist. And I don't like that. Yeah. It and it's a super f- easy fix, which I don't get. I just don't get why they don't do it. Yeah. It, I mean, I think that's, what's funny is like, uh, what's the selling point about vinyls? It makes you listen to usually the whole album. Like yeah. no one, no one's really going to sit there and pick one song at a time <laughs> Yeah, to do that. You like, can no. for like a show, like I've done it on shows, but like. Usually I throw one on and go, let's hear it. I, you know, I know two songs out of like the 12 on this track. And then you start at song one and then wait for your song to come on. Yeah, and you and get to listen you, to all the you, other you songs. You experience it. Like, that's so funny to me. That's a quirk about vinyls that people love. But then you go on Spotify like, ah, uh. yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, or, that is true. I think it's almost because it's just expected with vinyl. Like, that's it's older technology. It's not as easy to navigate the way that you, we when we go to the internet, we want like immediate yeah. instant gratification for things. That's true. And yeah. I think that's when we have a physical copy of something in our hands, we don't expect it to be that instant gratification. And I guess something of that I'm just thinking about, you mentioned that is, you all know Richard, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He uses a Zune on his show. Wow. That's yeah, incredible. He still, he still uses a Zune. Obama had one of those. What blows my mind is, I guess that's considered a format. It's like MP3 and like iPods. Yeah. Are do, do they still make the iPod? No, they discontinued it. Yeah. Actually. I think what they done. stopped at eight, the iPod Touch eight or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They stopped. And Th- that's they're so still sad. around, obviously. But like, I w- I would buy one, but I can't justify it. Like maybe like a shuffle. I had one of those. Uh, iPod shuffles that was like the stick that it almost looked like. Um, Isn't that the nail? Like a no. It was like it was, it was a like stick. A, yeah, it was like it was yeah. it was an iPod shuffle. It was like a square. Right? It was like a flash no, drive. No, not the square. The stick. It was like a flash drive. It was like a rectal thermometer looking thing. Like it. it Imagine was a, a jewel, stick. but like cut look it half. up. Look it up. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I know exactly. It's what you're because ta- it was the first one, and it. Because I, I had the iPod shuffle. Yeah, it, it that's what it was. It was the original iPod Shuffle. I I I I actually think I know what you're talking about because I think I had the iPod Shuffle Mini or something. Oh, it was this. Wow. It's like it. It's a white jewel, essentially. <laughs> Let me see. And it's it's just like come over here. It's yeah. It's I, hard to just imagine like the way that we've like changed the way we listen to music I, even it was like it with blows, digital yeah it was super thin it was like the size of my pinky it, right it, yeah. yeah it blows my mind though like i had an ipod shuffle not that one but the the square one that you yeah. clip on like your, yeah. your shirt and everyone's like oh my god you could go jogging with but it cuz it's so small <laughs> okay well i was like 6 so i'm not going to go jogging but yeah fair but the crazy thing is is i didn't care that you couldn't pick your fucking music yeah you just click play and it played whatever it wanted to play, yeah. and, <laughs> and then you could, and you're you like, keep, you okay. keep swiping. Yeah, I had I probably had like ninety. But to see, like, like I would buy one now for that yeah. to just be like I'm gonna throw because I found my old iPod Touch three. Yeah, the battery life is like forty five minutes. I charged it, and when iTunes still existed, I like download as many MP3s as I could onto it and slapped it on there, and that was awesome. Yeah, I pulled it out, and it was the act of like taking your phone, putting it away, and having this like distraction free experience i think i still have my ipod touch i don't know if i have my ipod shuffle and i really do wish i had a lime green one 
in the first song I had on it. I'm going to look on Google and see how much these are. <laughs> I'm sure on eBay you could get an iPod Shuffle for like, like 25 bucks. Well, okay, so the problem is iTunes doesn't exist anymore. How do you put music on it? You could do the illegal, like, the LimeWire crap. Probably. Or, like, the, the yeah. monkey. Like, if you download MP3s on your computer and then just drag it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because this was this was simpler technology as far as like. Well, you can also buy an MP3 player at like Walmart for twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's but you different. can't get the original what, what, like. What's what, the feeling of what having was, that? What model iPod is that? The Jewel Pod Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> the iPod it's just, Shuffle. It's called iPod Shuffle First Generation. Yeah. It was a gigabyte. Of just, of music, which is actually, well, it's not. No. It's not <laughs> a lot. Oh my god. 30 bucks for this refurbished one. 16 eBay. Yeah, 16 75 for half a gig. How how much music is that? Half a gig. Half that, a gig? That's is probably like three albums. Yeah. It depends on because that music that back then, it was probably like 150 songs. It straight up is just I it is a flash drive. Yeah. Yeah. There's one for $400 still sealed. That's honestly incredible. I, I, I honestly, like, I miss the feeling of, like, pressing those little buttons. I don't right? miss the headphones, though. Oh, God. Those earpods could... They hurt. Yeah. You could only wear them for, like, 20 minutes. This is the one I'm talking solid. about. The second gen shuffle. I had the skull candy over the ear. Headphones. The second gen one is so bougie. It's oh, yeah. It's an aluminum. It. It's just... It, yeah. the, it, it looks like the body of a jewel. Yeah, yeah it crazy. does. Like, that's... I guess I had, like, the third generation or something. I didn't even know. The rectangle one? Yeah. That was the, the one that caught on. Yeah, like, the, the clip. Yeah, I used to literally just play with the clip, and I my the first song <clears throat> I ever had on it. I don't know why my mom let me download "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. It was like the clean version, and then I had um "You Can't See Me" the John Cena intro song. <laughs> Those are my two first songs, and I would just Excellent. play. I it was super easy to <laughs> to shuffle through those two songs. See, that I had. my first ever well, experience with like music that I remember like having my own music was actually on. A Walkman, and I had the In Sync, like wow. their original album. Ew. Are you my sister, you old man? Well, the thing was, it was because my brother's twelve years older than I am, and so I inherited a lot of his music, Fair. and so True. I guess I guess he was into In Sync because that was popular at the time. That's kind of how I was with my sister. Dude, I, I inherited found, a lot of Panic at the Disco. I found that original Fair. one for ten dollars. It's the five hundred and twelve megabyte one. I'm like so close to buying it. I don't know why. I just I feel like a a good MP, a good like solid MP3 now, is 20 megabytes. So you get what? You get a, like a hundred songs. That's, yeah. I mean, you say that That's like then that also then you're like building up like what? oh I have to weekly refresh my music. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I was to say that'd be like. God, wh I was watching something where somebody had something like that. Oh, no, it's in Baby Driver. How many yeah. different MP3 players he has based on different moods and yeah. stuff like that. Yo. That's exactly why. Because of how small they were. Yeah, well, he also, yeah, he had the original iPod uh, Nano. Nano, yeah. yeah, which those were. Those were awesome. <laughs> you With spin those, the yeah. thing and perfect. Those are satisfying. Dude, I still want to have that original iPod. Yeah. My Absolutely. brother and my like sister Like the original, both had original one. iPod where it was like a a block like this and yeah. it just have you the, seen like they, it just had the twist thing they made like a special edition one just recently or something or like there's a guy that refurbished them oh dude. those yeah those original ones are selling for like 500 to 600 dollars. yo so. apple ipod nano third generation that's silver bundle good condition 22 dollars. that's a solid deal yeah 
Oh, there's one for 17. I'd Classic. snipe that deal. I have like an MP3 player I brought yeah. with me. I, I just remember sitting in the back of my like dad's car. And like, this sounds so weird, even though it was like, oh, <laughs> even though it's like 10 <laughs> years ago. Like, I feel like it was 100 years ago where I would just sit there and I would like be like, nope, 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 nope. Oh. Sit there for 25 minutes to try and find do your chain hang low <laughs> like <laughs> that song. Tell me about the war, Grandpa. Yeah, I know. Trying to find that. And then, you know, all of a sudden iTunes came out and I got iPod Touch. And then I started using iTunes. And then the big illegal music downloading oh, craze yeah. came on, which I, of course, didn't participate in. I never No, did. no, never. No. Never. Absolutely <coughs> not. And no. you, you had that, point. yeah. And then you had the... And then, like, as soon as that happened, what was the first... Like streaming service, Pandora. Like, yeah, to me, I think I, it was probably Pandora. Where you could download songs. Well, oh, no, because no, then you had like more independent places. Like you had like mixtape service for places while, like Datpiff. Yeah, at least as far as rap goes, like Dat Deezer. Deezer was another one. But SoundCloud. Like, SoundCloud as well. Although SoundCloud, early SoundCloud, you could save and download music. Yeah, yeah. I, I and remember, then they made it like a charge service. I remember on my like. Windows phone in like sixth, no, in like eighth grade, mm -hmm. I had like this weird. Oh, brother! I know. A <laughs> Windows phone. I know. It was actually kind of cool. Who are you? It was cool. Ew. Windows could have made good phones if they kept trying, but they probably. Gave up. Yeah. Anyway, I had like this weird music. Like it was what what the streaming services were back then, where they were literally like thousands and thousands of like illegal songs that people just downloaded that yeah. was like then, what early and, soundcloud yeah. was and then they made into made it into an app yeah and then you were able to stream it from that app and so like i had this really sketchy yeah <laughs> i forget what the name of the thing was it was like it was like audat autotica or something like that not audio technica but it was like yeah it was like autotica or like autotica i and, just and it was for windows and i downloaded like i think it was even my freshman year of high school and then I think that's when the Google Music came out. I just, like, I remember uh, I didn't have a smartphone originally. I had, like, uh, like a BlackBerry, uh, what was it, a Blackjack by Samsung. Oh. So you could put MP3s on that, but I had, like, a um, my iPod. And I remember, uh, what, early SoundCloud. That's what early SoundCloud was, was a lot of people illegally putting... Yeah, licensed tracks, and they would just make burner accounts. So you're constantly, like, in the description of the song, like, my other accounts are blah 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 blah. Like, if this one fails, go to the next one. Yeah. And then like they changed a lot of it. Um, God, there's so much. Uh, and that's what I mean. That's what's crazy is like digital music has a very long and diverse history of how it worked. Yeah. Well, a lot of it too is because. I guess like there weren't many regulations even on the internet itself <laughs> yeah, at the time I, because it happened so quickly. People were trying to figure out what was and was not the most illegal way to do things. Do you remember being able to go onto YouTube and watching videos without commercials? Dude, I was just thinking about how you used to go onto YouTube and you could have copyrighted music and not have to worry about like getting copyright struck. Can we just talk about that for a second? The copyright and that you could, I could remember being a kid going on YouTube. And I'm like, man, how did I deal with this as a kid? I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. No one had commercials. Yeah. If it was, I was like, hey, guys, check out this sponsor. I, uh, you know, or whatever. Like, Yeah. It was just when people were actually getting, like, actively paid by somebody directly. It wasn't ads. It wasn't all this other 
stuff, which obviously now I understand why it's a business, whatever. But like still like it's garbage. Yeah. So I, I found that. Yeah, it was Audiotica. It was called and it was released in 2014. Does it still have support? It no. <laughs> its last tweet was in 2016. And it's it's a sleek and sexy music app for Windows, better than Spotify and millions of free songs. That's what I. I'm used. gonna look it up on the App Store. Yeah, that's what I used for a better part of a year and a half before. Poor, 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 and then yeah, man. I got I I started actually using iTunes again, and then I got an Android phone, and I was like, what's this? Google Music? Only ten dollars. Like I started freaking out. And I think Audiotica is still around. Really? Is it A U D I O T E K A? C A. It's T I C A. And T- it's like purple. So wait, Audio T I C A. You can still download it in the uh, the Windows no. App Store. No, no, that's that's on that's on uh, it's on Windows only. Uh, I was gonna say there's there, there's the T E K A. No. And this is uh. Almost exactly what you described, except it's all in Indian. Or There's nice. a review for it that calls it the Windows Phone Spotify killer. Honestly, it was great. It was great. It I was powered it. by Deezer, Last.fm, Spotify, MP3, Truck, and SoundCloud. So that's like... Where if, they stole the songs from. Exactly. <laughs> and it was a great... Like, it was completely free, and I had a huge library on it. And then I got rid of my Windows Phone. I was like, well, I don't know what to do anymore. And I guess... And I, I really want to know what the first streaming, like, real. I almost I, have I, to think. Because I, I was kind of behind the times, like, I feel like. I Audio streaming might I was have in, been Pandora. I was, I was still using, a, like, a Walkman cassette player in the high school. Yeah. Because most my, of my music I liked was still on cassette. In my sophomore year, I think I got, an like, I had an Android. My sophomore year is, is when I started using Google Music. So, And I feel like way before that there was streaming services so i i really don't know when the first one came out and i think we're doing some research well i mean napster was like the root of music streaming as a whole like napster kind of like Mm -hmm. kick-started everything but like music streaming platforms like this has all of it prime music uh soundcloud apple music spotify deezer i don't know it it's not really showing like a first. But like I understand the it like says monthly Spot- subscription. Spotify in 2008. Yeah, Spotify's been around a long time. I really did not like it, I think it's only long. recently become popular because they're like, "Yo." Um, but no, like I understand like the monthly fee cuz like yeah, there's a lot of royalty stuff. And you think about it, you have to really like music though to justify a five depending on if you're a student or not five to like possibly ten fifteen dollar monthly subscription of opposing to the outboard cost of buying music yeah and i understand like oh when you buy a song it's yours and you know it keeps going keeps going yeah but at the same time there are plenty of songs i remember buying on itunes later on that i never listened to later in life like i'll go back and listen to it once or twice yep but I'm like, this was a waste of money. This was a waste of like $6 for this whole album. Exactly. I'd rather have this site that I can essentially own every single song that is recorded and licensed by this user forever. Yep. And to me, it's a great concept and it works really well. It's just sad that no, like you almost have to use like three of them to get the full experience. 
in a sense. Like, I wish Spotify had not the aesthetic charm of Apple Music, but the fluidity and the usability and just like the mobile, like the Apple version of like on your phone is garbage. Oh, Trying to 100%. edit, like it is meant for the PC. Like that, I like Spotify because ab- across all platforms of what you're using, it works pretty okay. But to like edit and move a playlist, like you can't do it on your phone. No, God no. I was sitting there on my iPad mini for, I think Cameron watched me for like 30 minutes trying to move a song. And it would just, it would highlight it and like make it like transparent and you could move it around the screen, but not move the location of the song. Yeah. And then you take really it up. Annoying. Yeah. And you go on the computer and you can do it instantly. Yep. Um, Apple music is pretty good in that sense. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, but like they, they're lacking features Spotify has. And I, I'm curious if it's a license thing, if it's like, oh, if they tried to do it, then Spotify's like, you're copying us. Yeah. It might be like a, a proprietary kind of deal as far as like the coding and stuff goes. I mean, honestly, I think people liked Spotify over Apple Music because it had it was in dark mode. Yeah, that might honestly be a big and now thing Apple for Music, it too. Uh, change that. Honestly, talk about a phenomenal update. Just um, yeah. I so I looked it up. Pandora was founded in 2000. <clears throat> what? Right? Yeah, I, I looked it up too. I think they started in like actually oh, streaming in like 2005, though. Yeah. yeah, but still, I think that might be the first. But like. I think Pandora is like that weird crossbreed of like. I think Pandora is the like first radio, ever radio. And, yeah. yeah. It's like Sirius XM. It's like yeah, radio and like you can search a song and find it and play it, but it doesn't like what it does is it plays a radio which will feature that song eventually. Yeah. What it is yeah. actually owned by Sirius XM. There you go. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And what I looked up, SoundCloud was like they said it was like the flicker of YouTube in like the YouTube or the YouTube and Flickr like mm-hmm. for music and SoundCloud was the f- first opened but it, it, they said it wasn't credible but Spotify was actually the first one in 2008 that it's called freemium they called it yeah where it's free and you could listen to like songs with ads yeah or you could s- do so, the premium so it was 2008 I guess that that's now out. the but the where com- were you gonna listen to that um your computer yeah, I guess yeah. I, well I mean think about it um with me with vinyls, I didn't have a computer, like my own computer. And I can remember my sister and my brother and stuff, they'd be like, oh, like, I'm going to go jam out. And they'd either put their iPod into, like, the stereo or, you know, if yeah. the computer, you could figure out how to fuck the wire, you know, like, uh, a, like a, literally a gateway <laughs> yeah. PC. If anyone knows what a gateway is, computer, you guys ever hear about the, oh, yeah. the box looks like a cow? Oh, yeah. Have your gateway hooked up and figure out the nine contection points to make it go into an aux and then play music online, like through the iPod. Like you could do that, but yeah, you're right. Like now, like you have Bluetooth in your car, you can connect. Like before it's like, ah, oh, I have, co- like, like I could- my car has a fi- a six disc CD holder, a cassette player and an FM a- XM radio. Like it has like every fucking option, Yeah. but no aux. What, what, what blows my mind, another thing is, you know, I think you have the cigarette lighter one, right? Yeah, that blows my mind how that works. You you so, plug something into a cigarette lighter and then you, it plays your phone so, through the radio. So what? I can explain this really easy. <laughs> I so, still have that. I use that too. Yeah. So like you know like how we transmit on air. Yeah. So essentially that's a little transmitter that you dial in. So mine's into ninety seven point seven. It's always lower frequencies. You plug it in, powered through like the twelve volt. It connects to your phone Bluetooth. Will then take your phone's Bluetooth and make it like a mini radio station. And then tune in. I've actually had people tune into my car before. Wow. Like if they, if you're right next to me, you can tune into it wow. and like pick it up. 
So thank you. I I thought it was like through the electricity or something. <laughs> I was like, how did For, uh, witchcraft? To answer your previous question, as far as how would you be able to listen to Spotify other than on your computer back in 2008? The first generation iPod Touch came out in 2007, so it would have had the capability of at least because it says here features Safari browser and wireless access to the oh, iTunes store and that's YouTube. True. Like, so you would have probably been able to at least use the Safari internet browser at the time to that, go to Spotify.com. Is that still a feature? I remember finding that on my old iPod Touch. What? You can go on Safari and make a shortcut which makes an yeah. app. Yeah. I think you can. I'm you pretty to, sure you can do that still. I used right, to do I'm gonna that. Just, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try it on Safari right now because I remember that was that was a big deal. I don't remember. But like, yeah, I, remember I don't remember what like, I used to do. That, that was for. what saved my iPod Touch from being completely bricked. Because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't go onto the the old YouTube like the TV screen app. God, that makes me sound old. Thinking back to that was one the old. Yeah, I just right here like shout out the old uh, Instagram. You can do add to home screen. Yeah, on the on the website. I used to do that for like uh, the like uh, in our middle school we had like you know those like canvas and like blackboard like that like yeah. we had it was like Pearson portal yeah to look at oh, like your dude. teachers and stuff yeah yeah and and they didn't have a they didn't have an app for it yet so I used that I used the shortcut it's like the same thing it's right. crazy that that's um, something that I'll they still have Spotify I'm just I just I'm now like fascinated by this i was like i remember doing this on my old ipod touch to make it work yeah the good old days so i won't be surprised if it's like do you want to just open the app yeah <laughs> i know they do that all the time now which is scary how websites could tell what phone you're on um, yeah and they're like open this add app. bookmark add the favorites add to home screen add to there home screen that's it yo okay <laughs> i'm gonna use this a lot more <laughs> honestly like that's a feature i forgot about until like you need to use it and they're Wow, that wait, does that mean certain certain things that aren't on like the app store you can now just make your own app? That's kind actually, of, yeah. Huh. Well, I yeah, mean for the most part. I mean it just it's it allows you to get to whatever website. Like you're certain trying to websites get to. that you wouldn't want to normally look up. <laughs> talk talk Damn. about talk about a uh, like a, a slogan from the dark ages. Yeah. Like well, there's an app for that. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. You know, that classic PH mm. Pizza Hut. That app, they have an pizza app. time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Pizza time. Uh, wow, talk about talk about a derail, but like still on topic. Yeah, I know. We're just we're just like dating ourselves, even though we're not that old. Like, That's so. This I entire time, I feel like we're th we're talking about how old we are, but we're. <laughs> we're I honestly have to bring up a point. Like, do you think there is a generational gap between people that are like freshmen on campus and like us? Me specifically, probably since this is my last semester here. Well, like, how old are you? I turned 23 in a couple days. Okay. So, like, to me, like, the freshmen that are, like, 17. Yeah. Right? Like, I am I was born right in between, like, millennial and Gen Z. Mm -hmm. So, I get, like, a lot of shit for both sides of things. Oh, but I same. Think to me, a lot of it is, like, I don't belong to any sort of, like, technological group because I was born right in the middle of, like, a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Like, I could have grown up. And gone right into like the mp3 deal but i i grew up with a walkman just because like that was what my brother had exactly like there's uh it was a tweet or something i saw i was like oh there are only a few of us that will remember being able to go to blockbuster and get a vhs a yeah. dvd 
and then going home and listening on your iPod Touch or a cassette player. Yeah. And dealing with dial-up. I'm like, that's so true. Because it was like that purgatory state yeah. that the 90s had died and the early 2000s was just ramping up. Yeah. It was figuring out its like most effective mode to transfer media to us. I remember when the iPod Touch came out. And I was like, this will never catch on. This is stupid. Like, yeah. that's so expensive. Like, oh, like you can have a Game Boy or a DS. Like, why would anyone want? Because there weren't, I remember people like, oh, you can get the lighter app. Yeah. And like, pretend flick open a lighter. Yeah, and I remember And that. all it was was like a gimmick. And I remember the first ever flashlight app. When they, like, you it had to download a third... Oh, my God. I well, know no, what you're talking you had, about. No, you had to download a third-party app, and it would, like, I, turn on your your Or the battery flash. apps? Yeah. Or to you know would, your battery <laughs> percentage? Yes. It would turn on your flashlight, and your phone would get, like, boiling hot. Yeah. Because it was like, I can't handle all this pressure. That was crazy. I was on my Android. And my aunt was like, what? You could do that? And I was like, yeah, you can only do it on my phone, though. This is only an app for my phone. I figured it out. <laughs> or like the mirror app yeah oh my God. how stupid people were to be like oh the mirror app like just open your front facing <laughs> oh my god that that i forgot like oh my God. the battery yeah the battery app and it, you thought it was like a battery saver yeah it was it was like oh put me in battery saving mode it would just tell you like stop doing this shit <laughs> yeah like stop watching videos and yeah. like just oh, let me oh, hide okay thanks Glad it I was paid cool 99 though, like, cents they were like in depth like enough to be like oh your projected time you can listen to 14 hours straight of music yeah uh eight Seven hours of hours idling with light using yeah three minutes of video yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was like oh no the one thing i want to do it's like no you get like 10 yeah. seconds yeah exactly and and another thing i remember i've, I've seen this before like the before you had actual touchscreen phones you had internet on like regular like flip phones and like oh. you, you accidentally when you were pressing buttons, <gasps> press the internet button. You're like, no! Oh my god! Oh my god! Would you like to activate 3G? No! 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 Yeah. No! Oh my god! Oh my god! And you'd be <laughs> calling your mom like, uh, uh, mom, uh. I'm sorry, I clicked the internet button. I think we're gonna get charged 140 dollars. <laughs> like, the government is coming to get me. <laughs> you were so scared about that. And it turns out you would just wait and be like, do you have a login or a passcode yeah. to activate this feature? And it was like the internet, but like, <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> It's so I crazy. remember seeing someone on Google on a flip, like a razor. Yeah. On a razor. And you're like, oh my God. I remember the first time I accidentally like opened up the, yeah, like, yeah. like that, like the internet on my razor <laughs> back in like I've middle never, school. I've never used the internet ever on one of those phones. Same. It was I was accident. always terrified of them. Yeah. You want to open Because that's the... not, that's not what the internet was for. That no. was, it was for, or that, that's not what your phone was for. Your phone was to s take, like send to text, text or to call. call. Your mom, my mom was like, do you want unlimited text or unlimited call? I'm like, uh, and she's like, I'll get you 200 minutes of phone time and like a thousand text messages That's for like the first month. And you're like, and my mom coming back and like, like three months in, she goes, oh my gosh, you've texted 1200 times in the last <laughs> three months. I'm like, man, I remember that. And now I look, I'm like, That's rookie numbers, yeah. boy. Like, right. I, I break that in maybe a week. I was going to say, no. I'm sending about 1200 texts a day. Oh, damn, okay. Well, Not that's that that's much. also with iMessage it's now. To myself. With iMessage, you don't need to send text messages. It doesn't count nope. towards your plan yeah, anymore. Yeah, because it's all based it's all on the you know internet. You know what's absolute utter bullshit? Unlimited data. It's not unlimited. For AT&T, it's 27 and a half gigs. And then it slows down to like nothing. Yeah, it's like, oh, you would you like to... Would you like to be... Do uh, you want to pay a little more? <laughs> like, it's unlimited because, yeah. all right, have it your way. And then as soon as you open, it's like, uh, you're like... Oh no! Yeah, so, 
not to get off on something completely unrelated to yeah, what we initially, music. but like I got net rated like rate restriction the other day for like the first time since net neutrality went into effect. I was trying to open something on Safari and it was like due to rate restriction, whatever, we're not able to load this page at the time. Please try again later. And I was like, wow. Oh my God. This is it. A Jeet. Bruh. A Jeet? You asshole. This motherfucker, a Jeet. What were we trying to look up? Dude, I don't even remember. I think it was, um, my buddy sent me something like a. It wasn't young, a tweet from young, Reed, right? Because he did that to girl. me and I was like, no, what the hell? It wasn't a tweet from Reed. It was a tweet from one of my other buddies, but instead of sending it through Twitter, we just sent it to each other's like text conversations. And it, when you open it, it loads it in Twitter, but yeah. that's exactly, that's exactly what it was. It well actually no it loaded it on twitter.com through safari fair but it yeah it rate restricted me and i was like whoa this is interesting oh my god i'm i'm feeling constricted here i don't like this my freedoms as an american <laughs> damn it yeah so music uh music it, different uh i think we got all our uh we got our our little bit of frustrations yeah. i just i guess i'm accepting the fact that web players and like streaming will be the dominant force yeah i'm just we, curious what's next what's crazy is we didn't even talk about like how it affects artists and how <laughs> well we could go that's that's I, like a whole nother we could yeah. talk about that next time because that's I, I have some things to say about that about true yeah like some artists still aren't on streaming services they refuse yeah because of how they kind of get screwed yep I have a lot that I could say about that. So we'll, we'll leave that for something else. But yeah, Samson, I do want to talk about that too, about what, like, what is next? I, what are we going to do? Have like chips in our brain where yeah, we can like, just access it, the cloud? Because honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Like iHeartRadio is coming back. It's literally the iHeartRadio in your heart. Yeah. But like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, like, oh, it's so great. We broadcast on iHeart. Because that's what's funny is people are like, I love the novelty of hearing someone like host a show. I'm like, that's how it's always been. <laughs> yeah, it's this not novelty. Not, this I'm is like, not it's, new. It's like, you know, that old like, school stuff of like turning on your radio in your car oh instead my God. of just listening to the, your. The, the, the quirks of like vinyl. I'm like, well, actually, you know, there's <laughs> some audio like differences between the, the quality. Yeah, but it's already like the quirks of it's radio. Like, <laughs> it's like shooting film over digital. It's, it's just a different experience and a yeah. different kind of culture to get used to. Yeah. And like streaming services have no culture in my opinion. Like the thing I was getting at with the playlists is like, I've now been able to really master the art of making moods on like streaming services. Cause like, oh, I have unlimited assets to use basically. Yeah. And to create and write descriptions and stuff and change the picture of the, the, the cover of it to like really work the vibe. And that's something I want to do is make a service that's like purely for making playlists and at the end, so Spotify. No, so hear me out. This <laughs> is my idea. And if someone steals it, I'm not even mad. Because I, I sat down and I figured out the logistics. So would you say it's safe to say about 90% of the time when you turn on your phone for music, you have a pre-designated playlist? Yeah. That you're like, like picking uh, from? Yeah. So M Music that you want to hear. So you go onto the service, right? Either on your phone or on your computer. And you sit there and you pick up to as many songs as you want. And you're going through, you select it. You can change the vibe, the color, everything, the font. Literally make it like what you describe as like this playlist feels. And at the end, you just hit like like upload. And it'll go through and logistically go and find the cheapest way to make it. 
like either like buy all the mp3s and be like oh this is gonna cost you like kayak.com kind of <laughs> kayak of music but streaming. like kind of like it you just like you would hit like the go button yeah and it would it would just say okay this to have this playlist it would be one and a half dollars a month to have the music and you can change it around add more like it just hmm. it will automatically adjust because for some people like my mom uses my spotify because she made one playlist and maybe once a year she'll play it on my spotify yeah and i'll know because it'll be during my show and all of a sudden the song will change I'll be like ah stop but, mom. but um you know what I mean? Because, like, oh, like, for me to pay $10 a month, like, before the student discount came back in, like, to pay $10 a month, I'm like, okay, I use Spotify every day for, like, six hours a day, or Apple Music, like, I'm using it, I'm constantly, any moment I'm not doing anything, I have music going, because it's just infected my life that way, and I can't justify that for $10 a month yet, no. I'm like, no, nah, like, it's the same... 15 40 maybe 100 songs during the week i'll listen to yeah you i was like you i don't wish think it's worth 10 a month no i think it should be like wow you know if you own the songs if i own the 100 songs it would be free yeah it would almost once since, you buy it the first time yeah it would, essentially i would never worry about like oh for the year so i i would be what, curious to yeah. see if so a you, service would just be like it would adjust its price going oh yeah so you're you're saying like to play these individual songs this is how much you would pay Pay. To, to, and then to, if you wanted to do something else like to stream the song you're like oh like if you could figure out the math like what per song it costs to stream the song and yeah. say it's like a tenth of a cent based on royalties and stuff and like, like that it, like they go okay you've made say you can make as many playlists and go i've now put in my shopping cart six playlists of six different moods like my driving workout and chill out and then just day to day and it maybe is a total of Let's just say 180 songs. I feel like is a good number to really all have the playlists between all the playlists. And it goes through and goes, okay, because like the editing and stuff to make the playlist that's free. That's a part of the app and infrastructures to make them like cool and change the colors of them or whatever, and the orientation of the songs. But they go, okay, so they sit there and the guy's like, all right, that'll be three and a half dollars a month to stream these 180 songs. Yeah, and then as you take some away. The next month and be like, oh, now it's a dollar and twenty eight cents or whatever. And as you add more, it goes, ah, oh, because then you have someone. Because that would so also it's almost like, and that would also enforce the culture of like refreshing your music. Because my Spotify, I have over sixty five playlists, and like forty six of them are all my old Juncture shows that I've kept as just art, like records to show if like something popped up, like, hey, did you play an explicit song? And be like, no, here's the playlist, and like. That's why I've kept them. But like, I look at that and go, none of these will be played again. All the music is in one other playlist. And I just leave these here to like rot. That would like make you like, it would be like a cool like um, wave of new way of listening to streaming music. It's like, oh, weekly or like monthly, I'm changing out my playlist and putting in new songs to stream. Mm. Do, you, do, you, do you understand what so I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's like a pay per song type of thing. Like yeah. you get the rights to play the song for the month. So like, you have like how Spotify gets all the rights to like, that's not a bad idea. Like to own all the songs. Like it's the same thing, but instead of me charging you to own every fucking song Ever. I own, yeah. I will charge you what I think is a fair amount to own these many songs. And the price, I don't know. I have not done the research of what that actually costs, but I feel like there are people out there and maybe it's because it's just what my needs are is going like, I don't need to have access to every, 
you know, like there's at least four genres of music I don't listen to unless I'm sure there's at least like six million songs that you won't listen to on that. Yeah, like and that's why I mean I'm like, yeah, that's cool to have that for like the one or two times someone's like, yo, you got the aux chord playlist yeah. be like, okay. Yeah. And like the infrastructure the app would allow certain things like during month or whatever. Like you're not every month you have to sit at like a computer and go, okay. But like through the app you would just be like, Yeah, this month I added another twenty songs. My bill went up ten cents. And I feel like people would be like, wow, instead of now trying to like lie about being a student and going like, I only want to pay $5 for Spotify and Hulu or like and Showtime or whatever. I just, it, that's why I've been thinking on. I've been like trying to figure out like, how can I make this a thing? Cause I feel like that there's at least a genre. Like, I feel like Bandcamp would be down for that. That I honestly, I was thinking Bandcamp would be a really good one that would do something like that. Cause like, why would, why would I want to buy or pay for all the music I'm not never going to listen to. Yeah. And I, I just feel like to me, even if it's like, oh, people go, well, it's still, you're spending almost the same money per year. I go, but at least I know I'm only paying for what I want, not everything else. Because there's it a is, point it's where like, it's, That's like cable TV now. Yeah. Like you have 6,000 And I watch the same 10. <laughs> yeah. And so you're, and you're paying $200 a, a month or whatever. Like... I, I agree with you. The way I justify like streaming services today mm-hmm. is like if iTunes was still a thing, in order to have a song, you had to buy it, like yeah, or listen to a thirty second segment of it. Like I played, like I would buy, and they're a dollar twenty nine now, but I'll just go a dollar. I think like I have Google Music, ten dollars a month. That's mm-hmm. one hundred twenty dollars a year. If I discover a hundred and twenty new songs a year. I get my money's worth. I that's the way I look at it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I'd be a hypocrite. There's yeah. I I may have known before I joined Wicked a hundred songs in my <laughs> yeah. entire life. Yeah. I now can rack off almost over a thousand different songs within three years. Yeah. I, I justify that price. I the, what Spotify and these other apps are doing. Like the price is fair. Like ten dollars a month. Okay. But I also feel like there is room for improvement. And like what the next wave would be is like I wouldn't be surprised. If something like what I described comes out, and let, that is you know, cool. let, unless I make it, like. I always believe that that could work for TV as well. You it, could. Pay that's what I mean. Is that at, like per dollar or whatever per whatever per station you want to watch? And if you want to watch, if you want to watch TBS and FX, and that's it, have a service that just gives you those two, and you it's pay, like internet, and you pay sixty bucks. Or you pay, you know, ten dollars a month. Like your phone bill and like internet typically works that way. Like yeah. your phone bill is like, oh, per gigabyte. Yeah, like I want this much. If I want unlimited data, yeah. but I don't need unlimited phone, like I'll just pay for like a hundred minutes and then. It's just based off the amount that you use. So why yeah. shouldn't not giving you everything you could ever want and then saying, look how much we give you. Yeah, honestly, uh, that's where I think streaming is going is to doing that and a lot of other things. It's probably pretty accurate. And That's I mean, the one place I could see. I would going. love to be the forefront of that because I know I'm not the first person to think of that. Hey, but we'll, I, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll next time. We'll talk we'll after this. That start. leads us into a pretty good spot for uh, <laughs> next week. I think talking about we could talk about next week how uh, artists. Feel doing, about streaming. Yeah, because that's that's a big point of contention I think yeah. now because, like with a lot of this, like people don't really know a whole lot about the inner workings of it because. People are still trying to figure out how to like restrict things, and so I think that'd be an interesting thing to talk about for next week. Hundred um, percent. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this 
hour pretty, and 15 yeah, rambling. This was, this was a good one. I, we went a little too much, but a little all I over the place, it. but it all, it all connected together. Yeah. So I like it all ends up in the same spot. So thank you guys for listening and we'll You're see you on beautiful. the other side. Yeah. See you guys. Bye.